if we're always striving to have the best solution and using the best tools, if someone has a better tool for part of that ecosystem, we don't want to be scared of using that because our advantage is knowing what the best tools are um, and always being able to quickly integrate into the best tools. I'm excited today to be here with Mark Scafaro. He is a CEO and co-founder at Efficiency. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about the business. Okay, great. Well, well hey, hey, Josh, and thanks for having me here. Um, so Efficiency, yeah, uh, we are definitely, we're an insure tech in the life insurance space. And our mission is quite simple. We're all about reinventing life insurance product and the purchasing experience and making it fully digital and easy, right? So that's that's what we do. And and I, how we differentiate ourselves is the way we do we do that, right? So we are very much in the product innovation game. We're all about building new products that are digital. So not just the process, but, you know, in our view, you got to change the product because um, you got to have a product that someone can get a decision on instantly. And that requires looking at the underwriting and the pricing and, and many other aspects. So we re-engineer the product, but then we also bring the technology to deliver it. And we are solving for distribution. We're not trying to be a distributor. We basically go to anyone that sells life insurance and say, here's a better solution for you. Here's a better product that is more easy for you to sell. So, I, you know, I guess that's what differentiates us. We have to make it easy for the end user, obviously, because you got to take the friction out for the purchaser, but then also for the, the person that's selling it, the distributor, whether that be a, an innovative other startup or whether that be an agency that sold life insurance for many years, but just want to be able to do it in, in a way where they can sit down with a client and at the end of 10 minutes say, here's your policy customer and, uh, and we're done. Your materials reference the fact that there's a platform. So, you know, what does that mean for efficiency and, um, you hear that term a lot, and sure. I think sometimes it gets used in different ways. So what does mm -hmm. it mean uh, from your point of view? Our point of view, the platform means looking at the full value chain of that life insurance uh, purchase experience right until the servicing. And creating a, and a platform in our sense is the technology um, and the capabilities to do that full value chain in one place, right? So from our platform, uh, you can do what they call a field underwriting assessment, like a basic assessment, like what sort of product's right for you. You can do an application. You go through and get an underwriting decision in our platform. Our platform is connected to many different data sources. So to make that underwriting decision, we're pulling in a lot of information. At the end of that, our platform can generate an offer to the, to the client. We, our platform can take a payment detail so that you can pay for that or the client can pay for that policy not just now but for the life of the policy our platform then generates all the legal documents that are needed like the, um, and, and and facilitates the signature of those legal documents and then actually at, right at the end of that creates the actual contract that is the binding agreement between the risk takers who are also our partners which are the, the carriers and reinsurers um, and the end client how do you decide sort of what is proprietary and what is third party and, you know, how you, how, how you build it out that way? Yeah, that's a good question. Sometimes we, 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 we struggle with that. Like with, you know, we've got 
what I think is a really awesome underwriting engine right now. Now we still connect and get all the, the information and, and we're continually, even this year, we've connected to many other data sources, right? Which is great. We've got a lot of learnings here and we're willing to, you know, we use our underwriting engine, but for certain use cases, we are okay using someone else's. We have proprietary stuff, but if someone's got something better, we're not going to shy away from using it because ultimately this only works if all those individual pieces all come together in, in the right way. Would you be able to maybe provide an example that sort of takes this from the, you know, theoretical to sort of uh, illustrating it for, for people who are listening? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we announced something, I think it's, it's another, a distribution platform or enablement platform that we've integrated into. So this is a, uh, a platform at consumer optics and they're, they're linked with, with agencies, right? And this is an example of us giving true full digitized product for their platform, right? So they already have agents that, that use their capabilities and we're, we're, we're powering it up with, true digital in-session products. So that's that's an example of taking our library, let's say our library of digital products and partnering with another platform, right? So that, that's a good example of, of that. I mean, what's your, your take on sort of the state of life insurance innovation versus innovation in the insurance industry in general? Yeah. So I do think it has always lagged behind. And look, I'm not an expert in the other lines of insurance, but I know, you know, you look at PNC and it's like massive, right? And there's a lot of energy gone into that. Um, whereas life, um, a, a lot of, you know, you, often you got to, you know, everyone's got to buy a home and auto. You don't have to buy a life. Um, it's very highly regulated, right? That can often make people, you know, pull their hair out. So it's not, a, it's, you know, it can be difficult to navigate. Um, but, um, but I do feel, I really do feel that especially in the last year or so, things are changing where I think a lot of the risk partners and the carriers, they're like sort of stepping back and saying, because, you know, everyone's been talking about going digital for years, right? Um, but I think... My take is, my opinion is that it's becoming more real now um, with real examples of where this is working. And, and I think, um, and I think, I think that's making people look a lot more seriously at, at this and put more energy into it. And is the sort of persona of the life insurance buyer changing in your mind? Look, I think, I think that, that the fundamental need I'll break this down for more. The, let's talk about the protection products, like your, your, your term life, your protecting family. That fundamental need is always there. There's always, you know, if you have a need and you have like a loved one that you want to protect, if something were to happen to you and ensure there's still income there, that need hasn't gone, right? And that's still always there. Now, what I what I, I do believe is that the attention span of people is not what it used to be, right? So, um, you know, dragging someone through a long process, people just don't have the attention span and their lives are busy and they got a lot of things going on. So that's where I think the, you know, talking back to the, where the agents are, well, that's why I think these, these solutions resonate there too, because they understand that that's a changing dynamic. The need, I don't think has changed how people want to transact and their attention span. I do believe has changed. I'm just curious what it's been like for you. You know, you've worked from some pretty well-known brands mm -hmm. from Morgan Stanley to BNP to, mm -hmm. you know, 
American Express to MetLife and, mm-hmm. you know, now it's efficiency. So what's that been like for you? It's been good. I, I can't imagine myself doing anything else now. So I, maybe I, f- I found what I'm supposed to do. Maybe that, that's how I look at it. Um, I think the difference is, yeah, look, in, in corporate, it's a different environment, right? Like you've got a massive machine and everyone's a bit of a cog in that. And uh, the, the beauty of a startup is it's all about real solutions and outcomes and you've got to back yourself, you know? So quite frankly, it's, it's less about politics and more about just getting stuff done, right? Right. And, um, and I get that. So so for me personally, I'm really enjoying what I'm, I'm doing. I'm in, in, in loving putting the team together, loving, you know, being able to see an opportunity and be empowered and have a team that can actually tackle that stuff. So for me, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. I'm sure you know, part of your success in these large organizations was the people you were able to develop or recruit in to work uh, with you or for you. And so has your approach to hiring and talent planning changed at all working in this environment versus those large organizations? Yes and no. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say we're at a stage now where people is, I say to the team, we're a people business and our asset is our people. And getting the right people is key, absolutely key. We're at the phase where it's all about execution, and that's not happening without the right people. So to answer your question, I find myself looking at some of the leadership sort of skills and experiences I had in my prior career. You know, companies like American Express that that when I was there, you know, it was it was a tremendous focus on leadership and rotating people between different departments, and and so much of what was done was about focusing on developing leadership skills. So I find myself now, and my co-founder that was also there, drawing on that, right? Um, like, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you manage people the right way? How do you incent people the right way? How do you develop people? Um, so a lot of that, funnily enough, over the last year, has sort of been coming back. Now the profile of who we look for may be different, right? Because it, we're very much a startup, right? So. You know that that is something that we spend a lot of time focusing on, which is defining what are our values as a company, uh, and making sure they really fit to our mission and the type of people that that we need. To my mind, we we need as many people as possible who are coming from large organizations and are willing to take the take the leap, so to speak, and 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 uh, either figure out how to push to drive innovation internally or step out into a startup organization. So if you were going to give advice to someone or, you know, encourage someone to go down that path, uh, what, what, what might that be? You're gonna, you know, you got an opportunity to get stuff done. <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> some of the frustrations in, in, in some of the bigger organizations, stuff takes a long time to happen. And, and what I'd say, if you've got a passion and there's a lot of people like this, right? That a passion for, for making a difference and changing things, and this always happens. Oh, if we could, only we could do this. I mean, there are tons of people like that, I think, and I think going to a startup and, and being empowered to to bring solutions uh, can be very re- rewarding. So I would definitely encourage people who have that desire and have and couple that with the, the knowledge and the expertise. I think there, there definitely is uh, a lot of exciting stuff that can be done in the InsureTech in world. Mark, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, very interesting to get some insights into the life insurance side of the industry and, uh, you know, wish you the best of luck 
moving forward. And uh, it's Mark Scafaro. He is the CEO and co-founder of Efficiency. Thanks again, Mark. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for having me.